What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to the show. My name is Alex McLeod. Today I'm joined by Chris, who works with the RMWB. Chris, thank you for being here. Can you kind of tell us what you do? Thanks so much, Alex. I'm a manager in our planning and development department. been fortunate to uh, live and work in this community for the last 14 years. And um, right now we're overseeing a very important project, the downtown area redevelopment plan. Awesome. And kind of what is the redevelopment plan? What will that kind of look like? What is your idea behind that? The uh, downtown plan is essentially a guiding document. What it does is it sets out all of the objectives that uh, the community has for downtown growth and it basically creates a roadmap in order for us to figure out how to get there. So we do have like a couple main categories, land use, built form, parks and open space, transportation, as well as heritage, culture and public art. Kind of what will that look like in regards to our downtown? Like what will kind of be changing kind of thing? These are essentially categories that we capture a broad range of policies under bit of a boring way to, uh, to, to frame it, but essentially these all stem from a vision. And that vision was crafted a couple of years ago through a lot of extensive public, uh, public feedback. And what we heard was that there were these five different areas that were really important for the community. Land use is just a, a fancy term for what kind of activities do we want to see downtown? Do we want to see retail? Do we want to see office? Do we want to see park space? Those are all land uses. And so what we have is a section of the plan that deals with encouraging those, which ones do we want to do a better job at addressing. And built form deals a lot with aesthetics, you know, how things look, how do the buildings look, how do the streetscapes appear? Parks and open space, perhaps a bit more self-explanatory, <laughs> but that's where you'll find a lot of uh, directions and, and, and policies for how we want to deal with our, our parkland downtown, of which we're very fortunate to have a lot of it. Transportation and mobility, that's dealing with not just cars and, and, and traffic, but also buses, cycling infrastructure, pedestrian infrastructure. And then lastly, heritage, culture, and public art. Uh, that's a, a big one too, and one that we can't miss. Our community is very fortunate to have a lot of really rich history and these are the policies where we figure out how do we want to celebrate those how do we want to highlight those in a better way downtown and with those like specific changes in those specific categories do you have actual changes or is this kind of like you just want feedback from the community what is that kind of looking like 
We're definitely looking for feedback from the community to make sure that whatever policies, whatever directions we're setting out in these five categories reflect which way the community wants to go. Within these categories or within these five different policy areas, I would suggest that there are certainly some changes that, uh, that we would see relative to what's in place now. Those changes are quite simply to do more, to do more with it. Right now when you're downtown, there are areas that are missing sidewalks. There's uh, connectivity issues between certain parts of, of, of town. We heard from Keanu College, for example, that it's very hard to get from certain parts of campus to, um, uh, to different amenities. And so the changes that we would like to see or that we would hope to see through this plan are really enhancements. And what I would add to that is that we're trying to tailor this plan to the current situation, the current environment that we're in. Past attempts over the last many, many years. They were created under a very different economic situation. The, the community was, was, was booming in many, many ways. And some of the plans that were done at those times were reflective of that. And so we're trying to right-size that to make sure that we're not being overly ambitious and that we're being a bit more realistic in terms of what we want to see and what the community wants to see downtown. And how will this one be like a little bit different? You obviously have your specific goals, getting like, it's more about like connectivity, kind of getting people from one place to another. Do you have any specific goals laid out or is this just kind of to lay it out? And then once you bring it to council, you'll have more like, I guess, concrete ways of how it's going to change. I would suggest that a lot of that, as you've said, will come after the plan gets adopted. Essentially what we're doing is we're trying to agree on where we're going. Uh, So if I can go back to the roadmap uh, analogy, we want to figure out where we're going before we figure out how to get there. So how to get there is really the action plan that will accompany this area redevelopment plan. And that's an incredibly important tool. That's where you would find a lot more of the specifics around what kinds of projects are going to accomplish transportation enhancements, for example. Um, Who are going to be the primary players in bringing that to fruition? Um, How many municipal departments are involved? Is the private sector involved? And that's an important distinguishing um, factor that, that, that I want to mention here is that Planning and development or the municipality alone can't, on its own, achieve downtown redevelopment or revitalization. We are one piece of a very, very big pie, and we need all different players to be able to come to the table to help implement this. This is really a two-way street between the municipalities, public sector, and and the private sector. So a lot of the changes that we might see are highly dependent on um, external um, developers, the business community, residents. We all have a role to play in this. Even if we don't live in the downtown or have property in the downtown, we all inevitably go downtown and use the downtown and, and form part of the Part of, part of the life that exists down there. Do you know how, kind of how it'll impact local businesses? How will you make sure that in the businesses downtown, like once this plan gets underway, um, whatever changes are made, how will you make sure that they're not like getting the brunt of the bad <laughs> kind of thing? I think that's a really important reason why we need to have feedback 
on this plan. We are at this point uh, aiming towards wrapping up our public engagement uh, campaign at the end of this month. And through that, that is where we are able to hear from uh, businesses whether there is a policy that isn't going to work for them or is not going to achieve what it is they want to achieve. Because at the end of the day, this isn't just a plan for the municipality. This is a plan for the community and for the for, for, for businesses and, and residents. So it's really important that if something isn't going to work or is like, likely going to create issues for a business, we need to hear about that before this goes to council. That was Chris Booth from the RMWB. We're just going to take our first break and we'll be right back after some commercials. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back. We're talking with Chris Booth from the RMWB. What kind of challenges do you believe you'll face and on the other side of that, how do you believe success will be measured? Some of the challenges uh, that we encounter in this and really any plan is probably through the execution of, of, of that plan, making sure that everyone understands their roles and everyone is carrying out those, those roles. Priorities will inevitably change over time. Even over the last few years, we've been hit with a number of unexpected events that we had to quickly adapt to. And any one of those things can change trajectories for the municipality or for businesses. So implement, implementation is, is probably one of the biggest challenges. And that's where I come back to this action plan as being the really critical guiding tool that will keep us on track. If there are changes that need to be made to timelines, that can happen in the action plan. We can make those changes in that plan. If there are changes to the people that are carrying it out, that are being involved in any one of those tasks, we can make those changes. And we don't have to go back. This, this is the nice thing about the action plan is that it won't form an actual part of this downtown area redevelopment plan. It's a separate document. So it doesn't have to go to council every single time that we need to make a change to a project budget or someone that's being involved. It allows us to adapt a lot quicker to those changes that might be happening in the community. Have you kind of looked at other cities to compare how your downtown revitalization project is looking and how, let's say, Calgary or Edmonton or even a smaller market like Red Deer, for example? We certainly have. We're very fortunate in that uh, a lot of the people that have been involved in this plan, they've either come from other other areas of, of, of the country. Uh, we all have the benefit of traveling to many of these locations. And so we're bringing to this project things that we've seen work elsewhere. And that's one of the nice things about having such a varied project team and of course um, in any member of the public who is providing us feedback on this plan they too themselves have been to many of these communities and they're able to say you know what I saw this and this was really cool can we do that here that's also the kind of benefit to, uh, to providing that feedback so the short answer is yes we, we have definitely looked at other locations but what we do end up being faced with is sort of, um, you can't necessarily implement everything that you see in other communities here. And what we end up landing with is a bit more of a made in, in, made in McMurray approach where we have to 
you know, right-sized things. You know, if we see something in Calgary, well, maybe that thing in Calgary or Vancouver or Toronto isn't going to work in Fort McMurray. And that was something that we saw in the last plan, the, the 2012 city center area redevelopment plan. It had a lot of um, uh, ambitious, well-intentioned ideas that we saw in other communities, but they're hard to implement all the time in, uh, in Fort McMurray. So what we're trying to do is a bit more of a, a locally made approach, something that takes into consideration the local situation, local geography, and, uh, and making a plan that will work. Has there been anything like in Calgary or Edmonton or other cities where you're like, well, I think that could really work for us or like anything that's really stood out to you? In other communities, what we've noticed is that there's uh, a, a lot more of an emphasis on public art, uh, wayfinding, and even recognition of heritage resources. And that's something that the municipalities very, very recently started to run with. And for anyone who's been paying close attention to some of the council meetings lately, they would have seen uh, the heritage resources plan go forward, where where uh, we are now placing a high emphasis on recognizing where those historic locations are, figuring out how to protect them, and figuring out how to enhance the area around them. Wayfinding is another good example. There are lots of really interesting ways to do that that other communities have implemented, and we're learning from those. It's not about you know coming up with something from scratch, but sometimes just taking a good thing and reinventing, uh, reinventing it. And, with regards to like the cultural aspects, the public art, the historical landmarks, stuff like that, uh, with such a big like indigenous population out here, will you be working alongside with them? Yes, we certainly will. That's reflected a lot through the uh, the heritage resources that are identified in both the heritage resources plan, but which is also uh, also mirrored in this downtown plan, recognized in this downtown plan. There's absolutely an opportunity to continue to highlight that. This plan does set the scene, and through that action plan, there are ways for us to continue to enhance those uh, those assets. If people want to share their opinion, are super interested in what you guys have to say about this, is there a website, socials, any kind of events to kind of have your say? There's a lot of opportunity, uh, even though we are coming up towards the end of the month. Uh, there are still a number of uh, events planned, surveys available. Uh, for example, we do have uh, pop-up events at Peter Pond. Uh, Keanu Theatre. So specifically the, the Peter Pond Mall pop-up event is April 21st, uh, Keanu Theatre on April 27th. Those are great opportunities to go and visit, see the project team, talk to them in person. An online survey and quick poll will be available online until April 30th. And all of this can be found at rmwb.ca forward slash ARP. Awesome. Well, I just want to say thank you again for coming in and spending the time to explain this all for us. Thank you, Alex. It's been a pleasure. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix103.7.